The Educators Cape Christmas Eve Spectacular is brought to you by TFD Supplies. Do you need headphones for that boring, I mean mandatory yet necessary state testing? Do you frequently have students watching videos in the class on their Chromebooks? Then give TFD Supplies a try. TFD Supplies offers earbuds with 12 different colors for only 55 cents each. That's only $16.50 for a classroom set of 30. So order yours now. There's always free shipping available along with an unconditional lifetime warranty. After the show, go to tfdsupplies.com for all of your educational earbud needs. And now, TFD Supplies proudly presents the Educator Escape Christmas Eve Spectacular, hosted by Seth Tripp, with special guests Jody Stallings, Jackie Sounders, Joel Credo, Kevin and Ashley Har, Ryan Laxon, and Rachel Tripp. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the TFD Supply Studios here at the Educator Escape Podcast. I am your host, Seth Tripp, and this is the Educator Escape Christmas Spectacular. Today is Christmas Eve, and we have a very special episode to bring you. When I was a kid, we would usually leave the moment my mom got home from work after school, got out for Christmas break. For most of my childhood, it was an eight-hour drive to St. Louis from Huntsville, Alabama to visit both my parents' families. We would have all the pie we could eat and a bunch of fun with family that we hardly ever saw. But for the trip, my father would find old cassettes and eventually CDs from the library and bring them on our family trips to St. Louis. These were often recordings of the 1930s, 40s, and 50s when the voices of Fibber, McGee, and Molly... Burns and Allen, Bob Hope, Ozzy and Harriet, along with my favorite, Jack Benning, would invite listeners who were huddled around their giant radio sets with their families into their living room for a great Christmas comedy with special guests who would drop by like the days of old. I thought that that was the greatest thing I'd ever heard. Now, we don't sit around the radio anymore as a family. We barely even listen to the radio anymore as a family in the car Often the kids are watching a movie or YouTube video on their phones while mom and dad listen to the radio. Sometimes even one of them listening to their own radio station because they differ on their opinion of what real music is. So in the spirit of the old way of doing things, I want to invite you into our home for the 2018 Educator Escape Christmas Spectacular. Some of our favorite guests will be stopping by the house while the old story, Twas the Night Before Christmas, is read, but with a special twist. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the 2018 Educator Escape Christmas Spectacular. Oh, hello there, and welcome educators to St. Louis, Missouri. I'm so glad that you have decided to stop on by. Rachel and I were just about to sit down and read our version of Teacher's Night Before Christmas Break. Would you like to hear it? Great. Now the story of the original version of Twas the Night Before Christmas is believed to have been written by Clement Clark Moore on December 23, 1823. Moore got his version of Santa Claus from the writings of the much more well-known American poet and author Washington Irving of Sleepy Hollow acclaim, a work with a much different tone and is associated with a much more spooky holiday. Irving, however, describes Santa Claus as a jolly and happy elf. I will surely try to match the tone of the latter. Teacher's Night Before Christmas Break by Rachel and Seth Tripp. Credit to Clement Clark Moore for the original. Twas the night before break when all through the school no one was around, not even the class fool. 
The grades have been posted on the LMS with care, and hopes that this time the students did their share. The students were home playing Fortnite and snapping, just wasting some time unless they were napping. And teachers do the same without all the gaming, watching hours of Netflix, not moving, no shaming. Well, who could that be so early in the evening? It's Kevin and Ashley Har. Hey, guys. Nice for you to come over and see me. Hey, how's it going? Just living the dream, eating some milk and cookies, reading about Christmas. What are you guys up to? Fantastic. Uh, we're getting ready to go out of town, go to visit some in-laws. Well, you're my in-laws, your dad. Yeah, just kind of relax and try to recuperate a bit and enjoy the break. Oh, yeah. Although that's not going to happen until we get back from St. Joseph, because breaks are always so turbulent when you're traveling places. So I'm just excited to have an opportunity to read some stuff. What are you guys reading and binging on and things like that? Well, I'm currently reading Voyager. It's the third book in the Outlander series. I think when I spoke with you earlier this August, was I on the second book or the first book? So now I'm on the third book, and I asked for the fourth one for Christmas. So Kevin reads a lot faster than I do, so I'll probably be on Voyager for the next two months. I can't keep up with Kevin. No, no one can. (laughs) I just read a book about uh, competitive birding. (laughs) People who go across the country and uh, trying to see the most birds and the competition that happens uh, to try to be the world champion birder. And it was lots of fun. Is that the, the biggest year that it is? The big year, yeah. The big year. Isn't that a movie? Yeah. It is a movie. It's no, I watched it after I read the book. It's nowhere near as good as the book. Well, what you know, it never is. The book is always better. I'm an English teacher. I would know. You, you would know. I plan on I don't maybe finishing a third of a book. I don't know. I have who knows what's going to happen. Well, uh, you remember my friend Natalie that we did the the co-teaching podcast together. So we are actually we're such great co-teachers. We're presenting at a conference together on January 18th for the entire Pattonville district. And so I am reading up on the book teaching students how to remember so that we can do a joint presentation. And then I'm also doing the Kyleen Beers uh, notice and note. And so I have a lot of reading to do besides Voyager. But I don't know. I might be take a good skim so I can actually read all that. I don't know. Okay. When you're not reading, are you guys going to watch anything? Right now I'm binging through Friends because I thought that it was going to be gone, and it's not. What I still se- want to finish it. I'm on season nine. Okay, so Chandler and Monica getting together is easily the best. Season five for the win, for me, at least. Yes, uh, I, I definitely concur on that one. We do the watch TV while you eat dinner thing. Right now we're at Brooklyn Nine-Nine. We're, we're stuck on that one, and it was a hard one to... It was a hard one to buy into, but I'm kind of stuck now. I really enjoy it. I like the characters a lot. Okay, cool. Kevin. Oh, well, go ahead, Kevin. Yeah. I don't know what we're going to watch. I have yet to catch up with uh, The Stranger Things, which I've been wanting to since it came out, like, forever ago. And I don't know. I don't know anything else that's on TV. I'm on Dateline. You're what? Dateline with Keith Morton Date- and Lester Holt. And Lester Holt. There you go. Oh. He. 
He's a fine man. Dreamboat, right? <laughs> Ke- Kevin, you should check out. Well, you guys will like both like it, I think. Uh, the Last Kingdom. That's a good one. Oh, that's a Netflix one with one of the Chris people. Chris Pine, Chris Hemsworth, Chris Evans. No, that's Outlaw King. Oh. That one sucked. <laughs> what is The Last Kingdom? I don't know what that is. It's like uh, the formation of... So the best way to put it is this guy is like, like a, a the Lord's second son, and he gets kidnapped by the Vikings, and he gets raised by Vikings, and so he takes on all their ways and then it's like about the formation of england and which side is he going to choose and it's kind of fun is it fictional or is it based on fact it's fiction based on fact it's based on books by bernard cornwell my boy lewis would uh concur that he is a fine author good old lewis marty lewis marty free battle of hastings like William, yep. like pre pre Battle of Hastings. This is like Alfred the Great. Is this time formation of England and stuff? Cool, but Vikings and things and things of that nature. Or oh. pillaging, pillaging. You know the fun stuff. I will let you guys go. I wish you luck in your adventures and lots of rest and lots of benching and reading. So. Thank you for stopping by. I, I appreciate it. No, we're so happy we got to see you. It, it's been too long. It has. It has been too long. When you guys get back, we'll get together for sure. Absolutely. Games. Yeah, definitely. If Games. Joel Credo has anything to say about it, we'll get together. <laughs> <laughs> Tell Joel we love him. I will. I will. All right. Love you guys. Talk to you later. You too. Bye, Seth. All right. Bye. Yep. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. I'm so glad they were able to stop by. But now let's get back to the story. Where were we? Ah, yes. When out of my backyard there came a great noise, like the hustle and bustle of busy girls and boys. I got off my couch and paused the PlayStation to see what disturbed my winter vacation. I looked through the glass and flipped on the light to find that some students had TP'd that night. I chased them off with threats of worksheets, but then I thought, no, my payback will be much more sweet. Another visitor? I just got comfortable. This better be good. Well, if it isn't bounce back guest Joel Crado. How's it going, Joel? Good to see you too, Mr. Tripp. How's life? Going well, you know, podcast going, teaching going, baseball season about to get going here after uh, the holidays. Uh, what about yourself? I've been counting down the days for baseball to start since baseball ended last spring. So it's been a long wait and it's, uh, it's almost finally here. I cannot wait. I think it was either Ted Williams or Rogers Hornsby who said, people ask me what do I do in the wintertime, and I tell them that I sit at the window and wait for baseball season to come. I've been doing that since school started, and every kid in my school knows that I've been waiting for baseball to start. It's uh, been long anticipated, only a couple more uh, weeks to go. Yep. Uh, yeah, you and I talk about it all the time via text and stuff, but I want to talk about the other thing that we talked about the last time we talked 
you were, that was like episode eight and nine, and we are now in episode. This is episode seventy-seven. Wow. So, yeah. Wow. Yeah, it's a lot. When we were talking last, you were kind of going through something that you had to. You had gone through a bunch of interviews, and you hadn't found the right job, and you had promises made and promises not kept, and and then you. What we know now is that, or what I know now is that you're in a really good spot. So tell everybody who listened in uh, what you're up to now and how things are going. So basically a few weeks after we talked, I uh, had an interview and accepted a job at Community R6 as an IFS teacher, a PE teacher, and the head baseball coach. For those of you that don't know where that's at, Community is a accumulation of a few towns that are really small and they all go to the same school K-12 building not by near Mexico, Missouri, by Montgomery, Missouri, west of St. Louis, about an hour and a half west of St. Louis, small school. Not far from Columbia. No, probably about 45 minutes from Columbia. Right, right. There's 110 kids in the high school. Again, it's a K-12 building, so every student in the school district attends in the same building. There's different areas for the different schools. The high school has its own part of the building. The middle school has its own part and so forth. So, like, for me... As an ISS teacher, I could have, like, depending on what the kids do, I could have four kids at once, or I could have no kids for three or four days in a row. But even though I don't have kids in my class, I still have kids taking college courses in my class that I'm still supervising and assisting with. So it's, I wear, I'm a man that wears many hats. (laughs) And sometimes it gets stressful, but I really do enjoy it. That's awesome. This is the, uh, the kind of the, the leaping off point for some big time dreams that you have. You're, I know you're really excited to get into teaching, and also really excited to get into coaching baseball. When do you guys get started and stuff like that? When do we get started with baseball, we start baseball February 24th. Last the past two years, the baseball teams only uh, had only three wins in the last two years. One last year, they've had three different coaches. The last three years and uh i'm there to build something i'm there to create something i'm there to form something and lay the foundation for great things to come in the future and i've been talking with all the kids that participate playing baseball with they're excited i'm excited we've actually grown with more kids wanting to play baseball this year which is a good thing because as a small school as many as you can get the better Right. For right now, I think I'm anticipating about 20 kids to come out and play baseball, which is incredible considering there's only probably 53 males in the high school. To think that 20 of the 53 want to play baseball, that's incredible. And probably right. five or six of them have never haven't played baseball in a few years. But the excitement that my, I, I bring every day about the subject, they want to they enjoy that excitement and they want to partake in that because they get excited about things that the people that they look up to get excited about. For those of you that don't know, Joel is a very inspiring and excitable person, and he's easy to follow as a as a leader. You have one other thing that you're yet you actually got two things coming up this year. One is that you are getting married coming up. Yeah, yeah, getting married. Can't wait. Can't wait. We uh, are excited to go. And then you also tell me the day that you are uh, applying for master's programs and going to start that hopefully soon yes going for my master's hopefully i'll be the first one in my immediate family that i know of that will get my master's and 
to be honest, yeah, it's just, it's really exciting to go get my master's. Thankfully, I have people in my life that have gone and gotten theirs, and I want to go get mine. Well, I'm really happy for you. One of these years, when it works out, you and I are going to have to have to play each other in baseball and have the have a battle royale. Yeah, I'm, I'm always looking forward to an easy W. Can't wait. <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, hey. Maybe, maybe not. We will see. Well, all right, bud. Thank you so much for stopping by. Hopefully I get to see you soon. Hopefully I get to see you over Christmas break and we can uh, play some games and such. Hopefully. Can't wait. All right. All right. Thank you, Joel. Have a Merry Christmas. You too, Mr. Tripp. See ya. Bye. So I'm happy to hear about all that Joel is up to and getting accomplished, but I have other guests to entertain too. So here we go. But then I returned to my couch, thought of how. Maybe they deserved a second chance right now. The week before break had been long and so brutal, and attempts at payback would turn out to be futile. I settled back on the couch, which is where I now slept. My felines and canine around me they crept. I played video games till a quarter to three, and hoped that at morning my kids would just leave me be. Speaking of people that can't just leave me be, it must be my children. No, it's Jackie Souders. Come to visit me. Hey, Jackie. How you doing? Good. Hey, how are you? Good. Good to see you. Thanks for stopping by. Come on in. All right. All right. I'm here. Yeah. What have you uh, What have you been up to on uh, on break so far? Well, so we just got on break yesterday. It was my last day of school. And you know how the end of the school year goes, just prepping, getting report cards ready, progress turned in. Mm -hmm. The kids are crazy because they're ready for break. It's kind of a hectic week, but we are officially on Christmas break. Awesome. We only have to have our, what do you call it, our quarter grades in. We do not have to have our semester grades in until like January 3rd. So, so I don't have to. Yeah, I think ours are, yeah, ours are have to be like submitted by the time we return, but I'm the type that like just get it done and then I don't have to think about it over break. Uh, I'm the type that I just push myself all week. <laughs> uh, I'm, I I am in full on cruise control mode that last week, to be honest. And so the idea of grading a ton of papers, uh, it bores me. So, um, right. So I'll, yeah, I really do feel that an addition that could be added to schools is we need our own personal secretary that grades because my stacks of papers just sit, and I have every intention to get to them eventually, but it's just daunting and boring yeah. well, and I a mean, lot of reading. I mean, you used to be able to have like teacher's aides. Like I remember when I was in school, I was, right. I was journalism. I was my journalism teacher. I was her teacher's aide for English class. And so every once in a while I would like grade stuff, but then it was mostly so I could be in the journalism room whenever, so I could work on journalism stuff. But Occasionally, I would like great for her, and I'm sure it was a, a a great relief. Now, I don't, I don't know, I don't know. I'm sure there's some legal reason we can't grade anymore, but I know, like you know, this thing called like confidentiality or something like that. Oh. <laughs> Follow. <laughs> I'm like, well, the, really? Well, I guess the last thing you need is is somebody like snapping somebody's vocab quiz on on their story and being like, oh, oh look, look at look at this idiot. 
can't even spell. Right. Word. I could. Uh, I thought about just assigning my kids numbers instead of letting them put their names on papers. Oh, that's a good idea. But then it would be kind of anonymous, and then they could grade things. Oh, that's true. But I don't know. I don't know what's really allowed. So I just haven't yet. Well. But you know, with let's let's not let's let's not even think about school right now. Let's not even. Okay. You know. Okay. Yeah, we're on break. We're on we're break we're on mode. Break. Christmas mode. I. This is first day with the boys because we, we Rachel and I both had Friday off, and so we didn't have the boys. Okay. And so today is the first day with the boys, which is just like a normal Saturday. So the metal will really be tested come today. I I know I'm not going to get a break. What, what what about you? What is what is a break like for somebody who's got small children that have to yeah. be monitored? Is, is it a break yeah, for you so at that, all? That word, right? No, that word definitely has a different meaning now than it did pre-children. So I've been like in the stepmom, like part-time mom role, you know, for about five years now. Mm-hmm. But nothing is like having a little one at home with you full time. And I told Matt that being a teacher and a parent now, my perspective has shifted because we would joke as a teacher, like, oh, we're going to send all your kids back home to you. Like, you get to be with your kids full time. (laughs) Well, now I get my own child. So I get to give away people's children, but then I get mine back as well. And then it's not so much fun. And sometimes I just like stare at him and think, "What, what do I do with him for hours? Right. In one day. Like, and, what what, what do you do with a one-year-old uh, and, every and, day for two weeks? Yeah. And you can't let them sit in front of the TV because then everybody's like, you're a horrible parent for... Yep. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Even is, though we do love some TV time. Yeah. This is why China but, is winning. That's what they say. Right. I know. I know. And I think, like, I'm sure that my parents of my students are so grateful for me at times and then I think now I am so grateful for our sitter Rachel who right. watches Emerson Daily I'm thinking how how do you do it right how do you do he's so busy so busy not to mention that he gets up at the crack of dawn and maybe takes an hour nap for the whole day and I'm just trying to be really creative this break and like you said not stick him in front of the TV but really what do I do for two weeks I think that's the million dollar question for every single parent out there. I think even for like older kids, like what do I do with them for this am- amount of time? Yes. Like and, and, we're all going to get stir crazy. And if it's too cold to go outside, I'm really not quite sure. Yeah. I was talking. You might take lots of trips to the mall and just walk around. Yeah. I, I was talking with Rachel. I was like, what are those like elementary school kids in like Michigan and Minnesota, what do they what do they do in winter mm. time for recess? Do they do they just like put them all in their giant suit. snowball suits and roll around? Is that what, I don't know. You know, I bet you they do. Like it must it's their normal, so they just send them out. Where we're like freaking if it's you know thirty two and below. I I wish that I could get could have got Santa Claus on because he probably could have. Helped me out. Yeah, with that, I'm sure he probably know. wrote that in a letter uh, and then requested it back ASAP before break starts, so we know what to do with our uh, kids. That's true. We should have next year. We'll all write a collective letter 
but okay, that sounds good. Yeah, we'll do. You and me will co-write it. Okay. I think I'm down. I'm down with that. I think though that the best thing for us to do, I think, is this break is even though that somebody always says I, when I talk about my children, I talk about how crazy they are. Somebody always says, but it's all worth it, right? And I'm like, uh. I don't know. But, <laughs> You're like, but, I don't really, what's the correct answer? What am I supposed to say here? But no, it's true. We just, and then, and then also to like, maybe this break makes Moment? us, makes us more empathetic towards yeah. our, our, our people that watch our children and therefore empathetic towards you and I as, as teachers. That's very true. I, yeah, I'll be forever grateful and indebted to the people that have my child multiple times a day, you know, in, in a week's time and still have their sanity and they're still kind to me yes. and they still love him. And I just hope that I can love him just as much after these two weeks, but also just to be in the moment because I'm going to, I'm going to see things in these next two weeks that I wouldn't normally get to see spending, you know, the whole day with him and to see how he interacts and what is he playing with and interested in and watching his speech develop just kind of fun, fun age, fun stage. I don't want to miss out on. Yes. Oh, I completely agree. And we, what we should do, we should have get the twins together, our our boys, the twins together for a play date over break to break up the monotony. Okay, I'm down because yeah, he needs friends. Mom's like, you know, mommy's boring and he wants to play and like wrestle and run into things and throw things. <laughs> And I just chase him and pick everything up. I don't, you know, he's like, I want someone to play with. And mom's boring. Mom's boring. And Taylor's only here part time, you know, so yeah. Bring bring on, bring him on over. Let him play. Then go in the basement. Sounds good. Well, Jackie, thanks for stopping by. I uh, I appreciate it. And you and Emerson and Matt and Taylor, you have a wonderful Christmas. You too. We hope to see you soon. It was so great to hear from Jackie, and I'm excited about our play date with the boys. Us teachers need to stick together. But back to the story. But alas, they did not, waking with a spring in their step, jumping on me and the dog as we slept. I screamed into my pillow, Why me? What time is it? They replied, Time to get up, since the sun is now lit. So I rolled off the couch and let out a yawn, and looked out the window to check out my lawn. A mild surprise is what I luckily found. Someone had cleaned the tissue up off the ground. Hey Seth, what are you up to? I heard somebody say pranks, and you know, I can't let a Christmas pass without talking about some great pranks. Oh, and I wanted to offer you some hot chocolate too. Oh, uh, well, yeah, hot chocolate. Mm. Hot chocolate, mm. it's um. Oh, this is really good. Yeah, good? Yeah. What you do with this? Personal recipe. Yeah. Extra chocolate, not too hot. Shaken, not stir- No, I'm just kidding. That's Judy from the Santa that's, Claus. That's oh, her recipe. That's her recipe. So mine is. We are low budget, Rachel. <laughs> I can't steal that. That's a copyright. No thing. copyright. So this is a packet of Swiss Miss with marshmallows, and I add them secret some half and half to the bottom, like just a splash of half and half to make it extra creamy, and some extra marshmallows on top. So it's a Swiss Miss half. Half a Swiss Miss. Half a Swiss Miss. And, ha- and it's <laughs> delicious. And extra marshmallows. It's probably it just because I made it for you. Yeah. Love. Mm. Yeah. But I promise yeah. there's no pranks to it. 
We'll see. We'll see. <laughs> <laughs> the, the night is young. Uh, so pranks, I know that's kind of like your thing. You got any like Christmas pranks we should know about? So I, I feel ashamed that I personally have never pulled any Christmas pranks, but I did look up some in case I wanted to pull some. Oh, yeah? What are some I'm good like ones? I'm the queen of pranks, apparently. You are the queen of pranks. So some good ones I saw were to, like, if somebody's like, oh, I want some money for Christmas. Like, that's boring. You need to give them some cold, hard cash. Right. Right. Cold hard cash meaning you take the money and you freeze it in a block of ice. Then you give them said block of ice. I got you some cold hard cash for Christmas. That would have to be like an immediate like gift giving and some like like when you walk in, you like you gotta carry it in a cooler. Yeah. You know, and then oh your presence in the cooler. That seems like a lot of extra work. Yeah, I don't want to puddle under the tree. Right, right, yeah, no, right. So that would be an immediate thing. Another thing I saw was to give someone this really huge box. Because, you know, a giant box means a great present, right? Right. And then maybe there's, like, they unwrap that box and they open it up and inside there's another box. And it's, like, those Russian nesting dolls but of gift boxes. And Sounds then, like something your family would do. Could be. And then inside is, like, a $5 gift card to Taco Bell or something. Like ridiculous, worth it. <laughs> and that I feel like is way too much effort to put into that prank. No, seriously, personally, it's a lot. That'd be I because wrapping in itself is a bit much. But so another one I saw was this kid had given to his sister, and it said like to my dumb sister, and it was a present that was wrapped, but then the entire thing was covered in tied off zip ties, like as tight as the zip ties would go. So she had to like cut off 50 zip ties to get to her present. Was it at least a good present? I don't even know. I didn't say what it was. Oh, okay. It better have been good. It should have been. It should have been good. Yeah. There's also that thing that we did. It's not really a prank, but that uh, saran wrap ball thing that we did the other day. Oh, that was fun. That was fun. We get to hide the presents in the saran wrap ball, and you got to pass it and uh, roll doubles and the dice, and you sit in a circle. That was kind of fun. Yeah, that was a good game. Speaking of saran wrap, it's not a Christmas prank. But have you ever saran wrapped a toilet? See, I've always been scared to do pranks because of the backlash from said pranks. You seem... No guts, no glory. That's, yeah, that is your motto. Yeah. Hangs over your classroom. Yeah. And I end up being the one to clean the bathroom anyways, so... I don't think I would do that one anymore. No, especially with three boys in the house. Nobody can hit the toilet as it is. Saran wrap would be useless. <laughs> Well, thank you for the uh, hot chocolate, and we all will beware of you and your half and half Swiss mist. Is... <laughs> oh, you're welcome. This is... I'm going to go enjoy mine, too. Mm. Have a good time. Okay. Thank you, sweetie. Cheers. Cheers. I went to the kitchen and made myself some coffee and played with the boys since I was no longer sleeping. Rachel made breakfast, pancakes, bacon, and eggs. We all got a kick when syrup rolled down Brayden's leg. We celebrated Christmas and opened our gifts, which were met with some children who seemed a little miffed. We assured them that the sweaters were great, even if the front had a pink letter H. Gosh, I just can't seem to get settled tonight. Everybody wants to come visit. I wonder who this is. It's Galena science teacher Ryan Laxon. So glad to see you. Thanks for dropping by. Hey, good seeing you too. What have you been up to on your Christmas break? Oh, I made sure to actually get eight hours of sleep for once. Uh, but other than that, trying to 
you know, get caught up right before uh, Christmas. Now, you are pretty busy, so I'm sure you're taking those moments of, uh, of free time very seriously, very preciously. What are you doing to, to relax? I am turning off my email. I have nice. actually gotten several work-related things, and I'm just shutting it off for now because <laughs> it is it is christmas weekend and i'm gonna i'm gonna spend time with my family i may pay for it later but i i don't care we're, no. we're gonna devote this time to the family no it's it's a great philosophy last time we talked you guys were getting involved with some psa stuff that's going on in your area uh, down in galena and since <laughs> then i've noticed that you guys have kind of expanded i saw the other day that you are doing like I think it's is it weekly PSAs on like the local radio station and stuff. So things are kind of expanding, at least from from my vantage point. Tell me about what's going on. What do you got going on? Oh, uh, through the health department, my public health class has been able to. Well, students from my public health class have been able to go on the radio and just kind of talk about what they've been learning. Our first unit was on infectious disease, and so they got to address the specific infectious diseases that really affect Stone County. We then moved on to substance abuse. Uh, I mean, there there are a lot of substances that we could pick from, but one that particularly affects Stone County is the uh, opioid epidemic. So we've been doing a lot with that. My students were just given kind of an open-ended project, you know, do whatever you decide, but, you know, figure out a way to help our community some of our my kids made flyers and brochures. Some of my kids went so far as to connect one of our local recovery organizations with other high schools so that they could go and talk to their students. Had a student build a website that our health system actually really liked and was interested in maybe having him run kind of their substance abuse initiative social media campaign. So the radio show is just kind of to tell the community what all they're doing and kind of shed a positive light on you know teenagers can actually be productive members of society right that really kind of a breaking a a stereotype that they're all kind of like these lazy they're not even millennials they're zennials now right and so they're kind of breaking the mold that's awesome have you had any positive community feedback Oh, absolutely. We had a visit from, we got a visit from our community foundation okay. from, who, from whom we got a grant and it, that was actually through the Missouri Foundation for Health. And so they all came to visit my class and my class, I, I kind of just stood in the corner and they ran things and I, I thought they were fantastic. The group seemed to think that they were fantastic. They got invited to Silver Dollar City for a grant acceptance luncheon. We've got all kinds of the, the community feedback we have gotten is overwhelmingly positive. That's awesome. That's awesome. I want to play a little, uh, be a little hypothetical for you real quick. Staying in sort of the, the holiday season, one of my favorite movies all of a sudden <laughs> Jimmy Stewart. It's a wonderful life. It's a wonderful life. It's a wonderful yeah. life. Though the premise, is most people know, is what would happen if he never existed. So let's just play. Absolutely. Let's play a hypothetical. If your students weren't doing what they were doing in the community and you weren't helping them bridge the gap and take the initiative, 
what do you think the community would look like right now? I, you know, there, there just isn't a lot of interaction between what the students do and the like what the community knows aside from athletics because that kind of you know that's just what everyone knows about the school so when it comes to academics and real community impact really i don't know that they would really know much at all but again my kids are trying to go out there and make a real difference their their projects are truly community-based projects that are going into the community. It's not a hypothetical project that at the end I say, okay, we're all done, and then nothing is done with it. They're actually sending these to our our WIC office and our health department office. They are actually going out there. So without the, I mean, frankly, the the PR campaign of the class, I don't don't really know what they would know about what our students are doing academically. That's... That's awesome. I I I hope people can hear more about it. I hope that it's it's obvious you you and your students are, are reaching people. Ryan, thank you for stopping by on during Christmas break, taking some time from your family and and stopping on by. I I appreciate it so much. Oh, thanks for having me. Yeah, have a a wonderful Christmas and a happy holidays and and I hope you find some time to relax, my friend. Thank you. You too. All right. Bye bye. So glad Ryan drove the four hours just to come see us. It just shows what a difference he makes in and out of the classroom. But let's get back to the story. The other week of break, we did much the same, lounging around, watching shows, and playing some games. The end of our break was getting so close, we hoped its approach would be significantly slowed. Frantically, we realized we'd done nothing to prepare, no lesson plans, no grading, no Google Docs to share. So we heard to plan for January 3rd, using our time wisely as it flew by like a bird. Gosh, time was starting to fly by, and I was almost done. But it seems the winter break has brought me one more visitor. Wow, it's Jody Stallings all the way from South Carolina. What a surprise. Hey, Seth. How's it going? Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas to you. Glad to see you. It's been a little bit. Yeah, it's great to be here again with you. Yeah. How have you been doing? How did your school year end? What did uh, your uh, semester end? Oh, it was great. I had a lot of great students. We had a little tree in the room. They brought in some ornaments, and we played some games the last couple of days. It was a lot of fun. Well, cool. Cool. Now, I am currently reading about... Christmas break for teachers, and then mm-hmm. I talk about at the end, oh, we kind of like scurry around and do everything we need to do at the very end, because at least me, I'm a procrastinator. What yeah. what, what do you do? You're the, I mean, you're the expert, so what do you what do you do for when you get ready for Christmas break, coming back from Christmas break? Well, it's a good time for me to kind of just remember what's really important about teaching, you know, the reasons I got into it, the things I kind of wanted to do. So I kind of use the time to think about ways I can reach students in different ways, you know, not just academically. That's a big part of it. But also, you know, try to influence their character, try to help them to make good decisions, ways I can kind of help them with problems. And I kind of use my time to think of different ways I could do that. Okay. When you come back... What's like the mm-hmm. first thing do you do? Do you treat it like a 
first day of school version number two, or do you just get right into stuff? What do you do? Well, I always usually, uh, at the beginning of each of my classes, give the kids an opportunity to say anything that is going on in their life, anything that's good that's happened to them. So I imagine over a two-week break, they're going to have a lot to say about what they did and where they went. And so I find that's a really good way to start things off, and it's a good way to try to get to know your kids a little bit better, know what's going on in their lives. So that will probably last about a good 10 minutes, I would say, on that first day coming back, and it's a good way to, to get into things. Okay. How soon do you start getting into the academic side of things? Is it day number two? Is it half an hour into class? What do you think? Oh, yeah. As soon as that's over, we'll start getting into some new grammar concepts and things like that because, you know, they're never going to be sharp. They're always sharper at the beginning of things than they are at the end of things. You know, like I said, playing some instructional games and things like that, those are things I kind of do at the end of the when vacation is getting closer. But right at the very beginning, that's their brains are a lot sharper. They're a lot ready to, to learn then than they are going to be later on in the semester. Yeah, yeah, very true. When you go back, what is the uh, the big thing that you're looking forward to? Well, I'm just looking forward to getting back with the kids. I'm trying to look at all of my kids as individuals. I really want to focus on that this year. I've tried to do that the last few years rather than just kind of think of each class as a group, but to try to see where they might have needs. And I try to make it a priority of mine to at least pick one student every year that or, or every week that I can kind of talk to and see what's going on. I, I partner with another teacher at our school. And so she and I, we make it a priority to see if there's a, if a student who might be going through something bad that happened over the holiday or something that they're dealing with, just to kind of bring them in for a few minutes and say, hey, we noticed you might be a little bit sad today or something's going on. Is there anything we can do to help you? And if you're not really focused on that, it's easy to let the planning and the grading and things like that take over. And so I'm, I'm going to try to make it a priority to do that. I think that's a a great idea. Well, I need to get back to reading everybody this story. I think they des- I think they deserve to hear it. But I thank you for uh, dropping by over yeah. Christmas break, and good luck as you get started in the next semester. It was my pleasure, and uh, best wishes on a great holiday for to you and your family. Thank you, Jody. I'll talk to you later. All right, we'll see you. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas to you. I am just blown away by everyone that has stopped by. But I can't stop now. There's one more verse, and I'm going to finish it right here and right now. We hurried and rushed until the night came when we needed to try our best not to be lame. So we took some melatonin and a small sip of whiskey in hopes that the morning wouldn't come quite so quickly. But morning came whether we wanted it or not, so we got out of bed and worked out our knots. We poured our large coffees and headed off to school in hopes that this semester we can play it real cool. I hope you enjoyed the reading of Teacher's Night Before Break, as well as the rest of the Christmas Spectacular. My thanks to Kevin and Ashley Haar, Joel Credo, Jackie Souders, Ryan Laxon, my lovely wife, Rachel Tripp, and last but not least, Jody Stallings for helping to make this time memorable. I want to thank our sponsor, TFD Supplies, for sponsoring the show. We literally could not do it without you. I want to thank Hook Sounds Music for providing the music for today's episode. Lastly, I want to thank you, the listeners, for your dedication to the show 
and your love of teaching and education. You are the reason why we do what we do. Take some time this Christmas break to relax and truly take a break from it all so that come next semester, we can be refreshed for the mission to come. Thank you to everyone who listened. Happy holidays, and to quote the legendary Clement Clark Moore, Merry Christmas to all, and to all, a good night.